So, Jeff, since it's yeah. still early into 2019, I think we still have time that we can look back on 2018 and kind I of recap so. things. Yeah. Uh, you know, we were both talking about music. We spent a lot of time talking about music before the show. Mm-hmm. I think that we should do a review of the top songs I of think that's a good idea. And, you know, I'm a real pop music lover. I just yeah. love all things pop music. And so, so I think it'd be great if we mm-hmm. if we had a review of mm-hmm. the mm-hmm. top streamed songs. Yeah. Because that's what the kids are doing these days. They're streaming. They're stre- mm-hmm. No one's buying music. Yeah. They're streaming music. I mean, you say millennials are the worst, but, you know, we had Napster. We did. We were and downloading Kazaa. that shit. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. LimeWire. <laughs> yeah. Lime and we had to good. wait like four hours for a song. Well, yeah. And then, do you remember it started uh, like this incremental downloads and then oh, you yeah, get like yeah. pieces of the song, um, but then they didn't piece them together right. And so like the song would just be ruined yeah. altogether. And you never know what you're going to get because if you downloaded it, it could just be someone who recorded it off the radio. And at the end, they cut off the song and they're like, that was the Goo Goo Dolls and uh, next up weather. Yeah, that sounds awful. Yeah. Yeah. But now they got streaming. So let's listen to the the top streamed songs according of 2018 to... according to Billboard. Oh, okay. Sure. Yeah. Uh, but we have to be careful uh-huh. because of you know copyright. We can only play a little bit of the song so that it's still within fair use. Uh, so you know, how much We're not exactly we... sure how yeah. long... We can play um, yeah. because we can't be bothered to do any research on yeah. this at all. So we're just gonna we're gonna do our best, and you know, don't expect to hear the whole song. Just play as much as you think yeah. we can get away with. Okay. okay. Uh, so here we go with our number three top downloaded song of 2018. Oh, oh man. Now, this is such a good one. Yeah, this is the kind of song that we're going to see at weddings. Absolutely. It's going to be that first dance. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, it's Ed Sheeran, man. You got you to gotta love Ed Sheeran. I yeah. love his hair and I love his face. He's like a cute Ron Weasley. He is, yeah, well, Ron Weasley's kind of cute, so like yeah. they should be together. But he's real. Well, yeah, he is. Well, you know, the guy who played Ron Weasley is a real actor, too. Oh, I was talking about actual Ron Weasley. Oh, right, yeah. right, right. Yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. Well, uh, that's good. And, you know, this this uh, this song by Ed Sheeran, it really accentuates the best of Ed Sheeran, which is a soulful, powerful, musical genius. And I think that yeah. clip that we played really shows Absolutely. If you, what a genius he if is. If you like Ed Sheeran, this is an Ed Sheeran song. Absolutely. All right, let's go to our number two. Our okay. number two. I'm excited. Yeah, yeah this is right. good. This is going good so far. Post Malone. You have I mean, to love Post Malone these days. Did you hear those lyrics? I did. It amazing. Was, it was amazing. 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 The, the clip of the music video that we just watched is absolutely groundbreaking. It was. It was so surprising. It's one of those videos that you're so surprised when you, you see the people in it. Yeah. You're like, oh, Post Malone. I like that Post Malone's uh, music, especially, again, accentuated in that clip, is so indicative of his personality and his his music is as colorful as he is and in his body and all of his tattoos. I think they just, the whole package is just wonderful. And the, and the idea to bring in 21 Savage really is excellent. Yeah, which we didn't hear there, I don't believe. No, no, we didn't. But, uh, you know, we have to be careful about what we play. We do, yeah. Uh, And then, of course, our number one. Oh, everyone knows this. what's going to be number one. People will... Just play it. Yes. Just play it. I can't... No introduction needed. Just wonderful. 
The just way he, wonderful. A, right? How, how can you how can you get better than A? Nine? No, 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 definitely not. Definitely not. Who do you think this is? Romstein? Nine? <laughs> no. Take your duhas no, somewhere this is, else. This is, this is Drake, God's plan. Ugh. And I think it is God's plan for us to have Drake in our lives because he's just an amazing, an amazing artist. And I love his voice. I love the the way that the auto-tune sort of accentuates the, um, the masculinity and the... Also, the the preparedness in our society today, especially and, accentuated in in a yeah, and it's such a good message. Uh, but you message. know what else is God's plan? What's that? The hour. Hi, I'm Jason, and I'm Jeff, and on this hour, Uncle Sam needs you to fuck. Make America bully again. Be nice to the Nazis, you intolerant liberals, snowflakes. No. Bold license plates. The line must be drawn here. NYE is ruined when men seen kissing at LGBTQ NYE party. Fishermen of the Caribbean. Enough with the sequels. Ugh. Why is the rum always gone? What? It's a quote from Pirates of the Caribbean. Oh, which one? There's like been eight of them. All of them. Enough with Jack's, the sequels. Jack Sparrow always says, why is the rum always gone? Oh, is Why is the rum says? gone? Yeah, why is the rum oh, okay. gone? Well. That's you a know, question I ask uh, every time you come over. Like, why, why is the, the rum, rum gone? always gone again? Because Jeff fucking drank it again. <laughs> That's why the rum's gone. We just stopped buying it. That's why we're... Yeah. Just, no, I'm kidding. And now I switched to whiskey, and I'm yeah. all good. <laughs> why is the whiskey always gone? So how, how was your week this week? It was the longest week in the history of the world. Is that right? Yeah, I got to Thursday. Uh-huh. And I was like, all right, tomorrow's Friday. That's not bad. And then I was like, holy shit. This is still the first week back from break. God damn it. Yeah. I mean, and that's not like a, you know, I hate my job kind of a thing. It was just like, it seemed like it had been so much longer ago. And it wasn't. What had been longer ago? The break. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. I was like, oh, no, I've only been back for four days. Yeah. That doesn't, that doesn't seem right. Does not compute. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Uh, Because sometimes, you know, it just, those weeks, sometimes they feel really long. Sometimes, yeah. it, It wasn't even like my students were bad or anything. They actually were really good. Yeah. I'm like. When they go to lunch, they get really loud, and the fifth grade teachers get pissed off. And they're like, why are you being so loud? I'm like, because it's going to take 30 seconds. Just deal. Okay? Right. Uh, but this time, they were, like, super quiet when they went past the fifth oh. grade classrooms. They were like, oh. like, we do this. We stand at certain points, and, like, I've just started pulling people over, like a police officer. I'm like, you, you, you're talking, you. And I just you pull put the glasses over. on, too? Yeah. Do you know how loud you were talking? Yeah, I get a hair dryer, so it looks like a uh, speed... <laughs> <laughs> Do you know how talk- loud you were talking? <laughs> fifty-two decibels. Mm, this is a twenty-two decibel zone. Right. Uh, yeah. No. I and you're I pulled a, them you're over. A super decibeler. Yeah. <laughs> That's four points on your license. Uh, and so yeah, I pull them over and I make them stand on the wall as everyone else passes. And so then mm. they're like, <laughs> he got pulled over. Uh, but I didn't even have to do that a few days. Like they just were quiet. Really? And I was That's like, great. fucking sweet. Good yeah. job, guys. That's awesome, awesome middle schooling Yeah, for once. <laughs> How was your week? Uh, it was good. So uh, I have been put on a new project at work. Ooh. And um, part, of the, part of the project, we do like Scrum software development. Oh, okay. And part of Scrum is you should be like a co-located team. 
co-locate. Co-locate. co-located oh, means you could be you should be in the same place. I thought so, you said code located, and mm, I was like, I don't know where the code is. That's like so, that sounds like a thing. With yeah, you need a player player's guide to know where the codes are. Right, like uh, when you used to get oh. with the old NES games. Yeah, you yeah, know? yeah. I know. Wait, I know it. Up, down, up, down, left, right, up, down, A, B, start. Side note: My uncle used to say when he was trying to give us like the the cheat codes or whatever for Mortal Kombat when we were playing it. Instead of the word toward, he would say toward. Toward. <laughs> Which is really weird. He's, have, like, he's like, no, no, toward, toward, back, down, start. And that's the fatality. So re- unrelated, but still uh, way back, I don't know if you remember this, back when we were roommates, uh, I was trying to say the opposite of thaw. Or, I said, I said de-thaw. <laughs> yeah. And you were like, the fuck? No, you used de-thaw for thaw. Yeah, I meant, I was trying to say defrost, and I said de-thaw. <laughs> right, right. I've got like two students who say it all the who time. say de-thaw? They say really? de-thaw oh all the time. Gosh. And then I always think of you, and then I always make fun of them. And then, to top it, you wanted to say something like, someone should like de-thaw their cooter. <laughs> and then you said de-coo their thotter. <laughs> <laughs> this is a true story. This is yeah. a true story. <laughs> Inside jokes by Jason and Jeff. All right, back to <laughs> me. Back to me. So um, we have to appear. We have to appear on camera. Did um, you say reappear? <laughs> yeah, we have to appear on camera for um, like our daily stand up or whatever. But because I don't have a co located. Wait, team. you have a you have a daily stand up? What you're like working on your jokes at work? What's the deal with software development? <laughs> yeah. Is that what can I is that what I can expect from my next vehicle from your company? Yeah, pretty much. Okay, yeah, cool. Yeah. You turn so, it on, it's like, what's the deal with this? <laughs> push start button. <laughs> right. So I have to be on camera. And I've started noticing um while I'm on camera mm-hmm. because I don't look at anyone else but myself, of course. When and I think this is common when you're video chatting, you're not looking at the other person. No, you're looking, looking at, at yourself, yourself yeah. right? And doing like faces <laughs> and the thing, you know. Uh, so, I thought you were going to say something. You made a face. I'm just making faces. Okay. So, the problem is, I am very effeminate. <laughs> and I hate to even... What? I hate to even apply the word effeminate to this, because it's not exactly what I'm what I'm trying to say. Is I, I, I'm anti-masculine, maybe. I think that's the thing that's, that's going on. Yeah, I can yeah. see that in myself when I'm... I don't see it in myself because I'm just myself, like normally, right? Yeah, you don't see yourself until you see right. yourself. But I see myself in in the thing, and I'll put my my uh-huh. like hand on my chin or like with my finger, or whatever. And it just looks, and I'm, I've got limp wrists and stuff. And I've sort of been like, sort of getting down on myself because of that. But then mm-hmm. I started realizing, no, no, that's not necessary. Being effeminate or being non-masculine is uh-huh. not a bad thing because I grew up thinking it was a bad thing because I was told that over and over again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's not a bad thing. So yeah, I, I, I should accept my non-masculinity as what it is. I'm not a masculine man, but that's okay. Oh, why are you such a beta? Yeah, I, well, <laughs> and that's that's okay too, right? Like, what? why well, do we have to be alpha males in our society? I think that whole concept is just ridiculous. Yeah. Like, well, you did say the word dick in there. <laughs> so it's rid, rid vaginalist. <laughs> Uh, balls. Have you, uh, slight side note, have you noticed how there are, uh, the, there are pairs of, um, not euphemisms, but like bad words for genitalia. Okay. Yeah. So there's like, like dick and pussy go together. Yeah. yeah. And like 
cock and twat go together. Have you noticed that? Yeah, okay. Yeah, okay. So what goes with... You think cock is the equivalent of twat? I think so. What hmm. do you think is the equivalent? I don't know. I, I just always, like... That's not a word that we use often. Like, people use cock all the time, but yeah. they don't use the other as often. So it seems like that's, like, a higher value word. You think so? Yeah. So what do you think would go with cock? I don't know. Think about it. I don't think we have. Let's resolve it on the show right now. I think you'd have to invent another word. No, I think the word's there. I think it's fine. Cooter. <laughs> <laughs> what, you got a cock the, and a cooter. What is, what is the masculine form of cooter? Is it, like... Is it like pee pee or like pee pee hole or uh, ding Johnson? Dong? No, ding no, I think dong. I think it's Johnson. No, I think it's ding there's dong. a cooter and a Johnson. Like. You got a cooter and a ding dong. Okay, cooter and ding dong. I like cooter and ding dong. <laughs> I got my cooter. Got my ding dang ding dong. <laughs> Isn't that a uh, hostess snack that you can get a ding dong or is it a king dong? Neither word is, is good. This is not where I expected to go with this. <laughs> not at all. So I, I am. It's I definitely am not in the myself, show notes. I'm telling myself that is it is okay yeah. to be not the our society's uh, form of masculine. And that's I feel okay. like and it's I, even. I, I'm doing motions right now. They're mm-hmm. limp wristed, and it's fine. It is completely fine, dude. Dude. Okay. So we in my class this week, we've been going over the Holocaust because my students are going to be learning, or they're going to be reading a book in English class about the Holocaust. That sounds great. It's not. It's not a subject that we're supposed to cover in eighth grade, mm-hmm. uh, but because they're doing that, we want to give them context. And so the English teacher, we were talking. And I said, you know, I can do a lesson and you know do some stuff so that they know what they're dealing with. And we were watching some video- videos, and uh, they had some videos of Hitler and Goebbels up there. Oh my gosh, limp wristed. Goebbels is just up there, just limp wristing it up. Really? Oh, totally. Yeah. And he was a humongous dickhole. So, <laughs> and super powerful. Yeah. Definitely, you know, alpha material. That's what so, I think you're when okay. the gays take power. I, I don't even you know? think that that idea of like alpha, beta bullshit is even like the general idea of masculinity anymore. I think, I think that a lot I think of people a think sub, it is. I think there's a subsection of the world that yeah. thinks it is. They're the ones that drive big trucks to show how masculine they are. <laughs> right. Uh, well, and when we are applying for jobs, and if, if it's a male interviewer, I think that it, that matters. Yeah, but in our lives, many times it's not. Yeah, that's true. I mean, I, if I think back to see my last job. Female interviewers, the mm-hmm. job before that, female interviewers, the job before that, female interviewers, the job before that. Actually, I don't know that I've ever got a job when I was interviewed by a male. That's what I'm talking about. But then I'm trying to think, have I ever been interviewed for a job by not a male? Oh. I had one. Mm-hmm. I did not get that job. Uh-huh. But he didn't give me the job because he knew I was going for teaching. And he was like, well, I don't want to hire someone who in a year or six months leaves and goes somewhere else. Yeah, that's fine. And I'm like, well, just because I have – and I tried to make the case. I was like, well, just because I have a degree in teaching doesn't mean I'm going to get a teaching job. And incidentally, it took another six years before I got a teaching job. Yeah, and I could I have been there that entire time. Yeah. Uh, but you know what? They make shitty pizzas, so. <laughs> yeah, totally. Okay, so we. Uh, I'm very excited about next week's show. Yeah. Like, oh, really? This week's show, already terrible. <laughs> it's going to be bad the it rest of the time. It can't be as bad as last week's show. Well, you know, you set the bar low, you just get lower. <laughs> but we have a, an actual 
astrophysicist what? that's going to be on the show. Where next did we week. find an astrophysicist? And I think I I play hockey with him. <laughs> Wait, you play hockey with Neil deGrasse Tyson? I do. He's so good. I'm at so excited. So, um, yeah, next week's show is going to be great. Yeah, and uh, we, we, I think we're going to call it our what our expert series. Yeah, because I think we have a few other people who are you know experts that, yeah. in some areas that people maybe aren't exposed to a lot. Yeah, like. You know, these are people who do things and, you know, everyone's got like an English degree or something. Sure. But these are people with very interesting and specific degrees. And I think it's really going to be really cool to talk to them. And, I agree. Uh, provide, have them provide some different insight yeah. and to then, some things. And we, maybe we'll give them a non-intellectual perspective on whatever the fuck they're talking about. Yeah, yeah. Because I am not an expert in anything. Maybe I can ask this astrophysicist how I can teach my stupid students... To understand that the Earth is not flat. Oh, jeez. Okay. Anyway. <laughs> I'm putting too much pressure on him. But. <laughs> but. Uncle Sam. Uh, needs you to fuck. That's true. Yeah. Uh, and if you'd like to tell us how you fuck, you can uh, contact us. Uh, if you're not a robot. Uh, you can send us an email. Okay. Uh, this is kind of like, you know, the you have to click all the buttons that have uh, a stoplight in it. And then you click submit. Uh. <laughs> those, you know, those are new because of, of self-driving cars. Do you know the, the first, when they first came up with the, um, what are the things called? The... The that you can never the cap with captcha, captcha yeah. yeah. With, you can never read them. The people who came up with captcha did it so that they could um, translate words that were in books and stuff that were not able to be deciphered by the computer. Really? Yeah, it was like an actual use, and so they used that as a huh. um, as a security tool. And I think they're still using it as a security tool, but now for self driving cars because that's why they're all like pick all the things with a car in it. Huh. Pick all the things with like a. A kid in a stroller in it. That's actually really brilliant. It is. It's That's a good idea. Yeah. Anyway, but if you want to tell us about how you fuck, you can send us an email <laughs> at thehourpod at gmail.com. Tweet us at our Twitter twat at thehourpod. Or uh, you can Facebook us at the uh, at www.facebook.com slash the hour. But don't say anything that you wouldn't say in front of the Russians. That's right. Okay. So now, let's I talk believe about... that is the maximum amount of times that we can say the word twat without having to bleep them so let's not do that again <laughs> no I'm not gonna <laughs> I was like I was fuming at you I was like I'm gonna have to fucking put this in I'm gonna have to edit it and play it see the best part is that like the listeners couldn't see that I like I got really close to the microphone yeah and I like stared at you right they in your it. eyes they heard the stare they could hear me going they definitely did yeah I'm gonna oh, fuck with Jeff oh I'm by the way do it. by the way on, mm-hmm. on today's show uh, I have changed something. This is groundbreaking. So oh. uh, I had sort of like taken your vocals and put them a little bit to the left and taken my vocals and put them a little bit to the right. Oh, but okay. Then, okay, okay. But to kind of differentiate us, uh-huh. you know, but then as I was listening at work, I realized I only listened with one headphone. Oh. So I wasn't hearing you yes. as you and me as me. One was very quiet. You were just so listening to yourself. I think a lot of people listen that with one headphone so at work. so self-absorbed. I'm this just, could really raise my popularity. Mm-hmm. This could make more listeners because they get to finally hear me. Are you finished? Or maybe they were listening with the headphone that only hears me. And maybe now they'll have more listeners because they can hear you. I don't know how people use their headphones. I don't know. I I listen in the car. I don't care if anyone listens, honestly. Me either. We just have fun here. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Right. Yeah. So anyway, let's talk about fucking. We're giving each other handies under the table. That's how much fun (laughs) we're having. Because we got a table now. Yeah, we do. It's very (laughs) professional. So. 
Lie back and think of America. Go on. <laughs> <laughs> you were talking. Oh, okay. So the CDC is reporting that 2017 had the lowest birth rate since 1987. Wow. And that was a, while a Reagan ago. year. Mm. Yeah. I think it's. I think it has to do with the attractiveness, or the, maybe the age of the president that's in office. Was uh, was like 2006, like a really good birth year. Well, because of Bush. 2006. Oh 2006 no, no, 2008. Bush. Obama. I was gonna say. My bad. I mean, Obama didn't come into office until 2009. Weird is now. Uh, yeah, January yeah. 21st, 2009. I thought. I think Bush was a little young and little, you know, snippy snappy. He's a party partier. <laughs> yeah. Hey, Laura, let's go bang. <laughs> Going down and uh, let's go to Crawford. That's what he called it. Going to Crawford. Oh, is that right? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, it, uh, that's what he when he was he was going to have a meeting with his vice president. He was like, "I'm going to go get me some dick." <laughs> I really want to see Vice. Oh, it's, uh, yeah. It's a, a movie oh, yeah. about yeah, yeah, uh, with uh, Sam Rockwell mm-hmm. plays Bush and Christian Bale plays Cheney. That's weird. Uh, but Steve Carell, I think it is, plays Donald Rumsfeld. That's the one. Like, I saw him in the trailer. I was like, oh, Steve Carell's in this? And then my wife was like, oh, yeah, he plays Rumsfeld. And I was like, well, that's just ridiculous. I would never guess that from looking at him. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, Uncle Sam wants you to bang or something. Yeah. No, not really. Well, not yet. Uh, yeah, so it, the it CDC. It required reading. <laughs> eventually. As you said, the CDC is reporting that uh, we've had the lowest birth rate since 2000 and, or, or since 1987. In 2017, it was the lowest. Uh, and what that means is that our birth rate has dropped below the replacement rate. So, like, if you, you know, you and your wife, mm-hmm. you got to have two kids. Oh, so that replace you replace ourselves. yourselves yeah. when you die. That's not my job to replace uh, American citizens. Exactly. And so, stopping them from coming over the wall. <laughs> that's not my job to have more kids. Look, I need you to have sex because we need to outnumber the Mexicans. <laughs> uh, yeah. So at the rate we're going, you know, you, you've got one kid. I've got one kid. Right. When we die. There's only one kid. It's half not a kid, two. Half a person. You know, and before it was on... like, you know, my gr- my grandma was number 11. Oh, geez. That's yeah. much more than the replacement rate. Uh, but right. the United States has always been a little bit higher than other, you know, more you know, like Western democracies like England and like you know, Russia, not Russia, uh, France and Germany. Yeah, sure. We've always had a, like a bit higher birth rate, but now we're into that negative zone. Uh, Japan so, has a big, like their negative zone as right. well. So um, they've all learned that kids are the worst much sooner before we did. Well, they've also, like, this can cause problems with the economy because then there's not as high of a demand for, like, housing. And so that messes right. with the housing market and right. then the construction market. And that can lead to economic problems. Uh, it can be hard to, you know, people will lose their jobs because there's not as many people buying things. But yeah, then but, at the same time, uh, the thing I think about it at the same time is we're we're looking down the barrels of – Lots of automation coming soon. Oh, yeah, totally. Yeah. And so maybe this isn't the worst thing in the world. Well, I'm thinking that if we know what's happening right now, the CDC, which is a government entity Mm -hmm. um, that hasn't been shut down because it's apparently, you know, necessary. It's vital. But we know it's coming now. We should start changing our things now to start preparing for less people in in less adults in 18 years. Well, that's the problem. Like our whole economic system is designed on the idea of growth. Right. You know, we're always going to be growing. We design uh, the system. And if you have less people, you're not going to grow. And you right. have to be okay with that. Uh, but other like com- countries are starting to look at these kind of things uh, when they talk about like a, a – 
guaranteed wage. Yeah. Like these oh, programs yeah, yeah. where like you will definitely make this much money. Mm, right. Uh, if you work. It, well, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so in society having like a, a floor so that, you know, the economy has some stability in it. Because at some point, you know, we, we plan on this idea that it's just bigger, bigger, better, better. But it's not going to always do that. Right. And so uh, it's uh, – we're still – Big pause there. Very Huge good. Pause. Very good. I think pauses are okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, it's just the placement I have. Like I'm trying to see. Yeah. No problem. My, our listeners don't care about this part that I've just gone over <laughs> about discussing the viewing angle at which I can see. That's our, true. That's very okay. true. So you've got this nice screen uh, yeah, over my shoulder, and like I'm so trying good. to see my. I get like the. Yeah. I feel like we should go back. No, we're not going back. There's no going back. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not familiar with that song. That must have been the number four. Like Jeffrey Dahmer. That was like what? four years ago. Oh, okay. Uh, no. Uh, so the U.S. birth rate is still above countries like Spain and Greece and Japan and Italy and, you know, some of these other countries that are, you know, really, really seeing big declines. Yeah. Uh, but we're we're getting closer. And I think we have to figure out um, whether or not we're fine with that. But we're also a country that's very big on immigration. Or at least we're supposed to be. Well, anti-immigration now. That's our policy yeah, but in the country. That's the only way we're going to be able to keep the growth model if that's what we want. Right. You know, Require other other cultures to have children so they can send them here. Well, there's the thing. we have to care for them. There's the thing, too. Like, there are countries that, I mean, China had the one-child policy yeah. for quite a long time. Right. And, you know, one because child saw, is going to. They saw the overpopulation coming, right? Yeah. yeah. Uh, so, you know, I don't know. It's It's an interesting issue. Uh, but there's some things like, you know, some of these people who also would be worried about this also, you've got like the teen birth rate went down. And teen that's birth, what they, like yeah. people being born as teens? <laughs> yes. <laughs> this is Stanley. He's 17 and he was born two days ago. <laughs> do I have to do this homework? <laughs> he was 120 pounds and six ounces. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, rippage. Uh no, teen birth rate in 2017 fell uh, for teenagers by 7%. Uh, that's, that's good, right? I Sure. Or is I it? I mean, I don't think teens should have children. No, they're like, not prepared. They're, they're definitely, not, definitely not. And yeah. I mean, even people in their early 20s, they're not ready. I wasn't that. ready, yeah. Um, I mean, yeah, no, I, I'm for this. Uh, but it is fallen 55% since 2007. Is that right? Wow. Yeah. That's uh, a lot. It is. Do you remember when we were in, in, in school, there were pregnant I people? don't re- I, I knew it happened, but I don't remember any specific person who was pregnant. Me either. You know, my principal, who I work with at my school now... She talked about when she was – the last time she was teaching back mm. before she went to administration, she yeah. taught middle school. Okay. And she was pregnant with her kid. Mm-hmm. And two of her students were also pregnant. Oh, in middle school? In middle school. Oof. Yeah. So – So I don't remember uh, pregnant people, like pregnant, pregnant students in our school, but I remember hearing about pregnant students, um, but they would be – they would just disappear from our school. You know, maybe I'm putting some things together here right now. Yeah. Maybe that's why Republicans really push the abstinence only thing and not safe sex mm-hmm. because they want to make sure that that birth rate stays up there. Interesting. And the best way oh. to do it is just to make sure kids don't know how to wrap that meat before they pack it. 
the best thing for Republicans <laughs> is to have uh, teens having intercourse with each other, apparently, uh, but then having more American-born children so that they can be, you know. Well, as long as they're white. Right, as long as they're white. <laughs> exactly. Do you know the only group uh, that saw an increase in birth rates? What group is that? Uh, over 40. Is Oh, because of medicine. Yeah. Great. So the birth rate actually went up 2% from 2016. Interesting. Yeah. Because uh, once, uh, from what I understand, once you are like 33, your uterus dries up and can... It's yeah, you're geriatric useless. at that point, right? Yeah, yeah. You're you just, can't have kids then. Yeah, what are you, no, crazy? <laughs> You'll have all kinds of defects. Yeah, you're just going to have the baby sloth from Goonies. Yeah. That's, hey, you guys. <laughs> <laughs> I like your note here. Women in their 40s are the only group to see a higher birth rate. Probably thanks to Granny Gators, Granny Gator Panties. <laughs> Granny Gators, Granny Gator Panties. They will make your husband want to bang you. <laughs> oh, Made uh, out of 100% gator skin. Those Granny Gators, <laughs> Granny Gator, Granny Panties. <laughs> that's a good callback. That's that's a long time ago. That right? was a long was time ago, yeah. Episode so if, like if, seven if, if or you're something. not listening to our show. Don't yeah. go back. It's not worth it. Yeah, but. we can't even tell you which episode to go to for that one. No that, was, that was a bit ago. Um, the other thing that they noticed was that there was a rise in preterm births and a rise in low birth rates. So uh, preterm births because they survive now? I don't, or, That's why? Or maybe not because... Like stillborn? Or maybe because it's, you know, these... These geriatric ladies having babies oh, causes more be. complications. Oh, yeah, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, 2%. Uh, yeah. Yeah, so that's going on. And also the rate of C-sections. So right. Oh, good old cesarean. It went up to 32%, yeah. but uh, it was at 319 and it went to like 32. So it was okay. like yeah, barely. Yeah. And still below like the high at like 30, 32.9. Yeah, so, totally. But, you know, whatever. It's you know, how, you need to, how you need to do it. Um I think that uh, this is overall, this is good. We need to stop having babies because yeah. people are the worst. And the more people there are, uh, the worse the world will be. Well, and especially when we're looking at issues like climate change, uh, having fewer people yeah. to add to that. What do they is, say? I don't know who they are, but they say that it, having a baby is the worst thing you can do for the environment. I mean, at the same time, we are still people who live. So yeah, I mean yeah, I mean yeah. I'm I'm I mean, alive. I said I guess people uh, we can make better choices. I think, but oh, like as the environment. Oh, yeah. I see what you're saying. Yeah, like you know you can still have a kid, but you can still make good choices right. as you're having those kids like and reuse, push for reuse yeah. those Ziploc bags you know? exactly, or maybe find something that's not a Ziploc bag that you can use instead. Like uh, for example, I used to take cereal in a Ziploc bag to snack on. And then I switch and I got like a glass container. Oh, yeah, it's reasonable. Yeah. yeah. It's something that I can use over and over and I'm still using it years and years later. Nice. Uh, so try to try to find something that's uh, more sustainable. You can, sure. You can do that and help lessen the effects that you're having. Um, you know, eat less meat and try to get a better car and, you know, get, you know whatever. You goddamn liberal snowflake. <laughs> so tired of you liberals telling me how to live my life. I'm not telling you how to live your life. I'm just saying you things that you can do. Tell me I change everything that I do. Well, just don't be a dick. <laughs> I can't help it. <laughs> I'm a Republican. It's <laughs> just who I am. You fucking beta. <laughs> beta O'Rourke. <laughs> oh, Beta O'Rourke, Elizabeth Warren. Mm-hmm. That's going to be a great ticket. Yeah. 
going to be a great 2020 ticket. Uh, someone new is um, just announced that she is running. She's the representative from Hawaii. Uh, she's the first Hindu woman oh, in okay. Congress. Interesting. Um, she endorsed Bernie Sanders, and she was like the oh. deputy chair of the Democratic National Committee and then resigned because of the Sanders thing. So, like, the Sanders people are, like, super excited. Um but she just announced that she's running. Okay, uh, cool. Tamil, I think her name is, yeah. or something like that. Gabbers or Gabby's, or I don't know. I just I read something about it, and we both have computers in front of us. We could have researched <laughs> this before, but let's not do that. No. The thing I saw was an article about some questionable positions she has taken, and um, how that is. She's Hindu. It's because of the Kama Sutra, right? <laughs> that is so inappropriate. <laughs> Uh, you're the one who said appropriate, but inappropriate positions. <laughs> you brought it up. It wasn't even. No, I, I was talking about like you know, Bashar al-Assad and the Syrian. Oh, war. that kind of position. Positions, yeah, right, I'm right, not talking right. about the Lotus Three. <laughs> I, I more prefer the Lotus Four actually because I can't get my arm back around that way. <laughs> Uh, that was yeah. a fake laugh. Don't fake laugh at me. I never fake laugh. <laughs> unless I work in an office, in which case I do. And then I'm like, God damn it, Stephanie, that was not funny. Oh, oh gosh, office jokes are the worst. <sighs> so I mentioned this, I think, on last week's podcast. Mm-hmm. I talked about that. Uh, and then, you know, I just, every time I say that, I can picture her. Because I get to hear her across the office laughing. Yeah. Just like, it's not funny. Oh, yeah. But I know you're trying to be like, you know, whatever. Yeah. You like, like, when you're in a meeting or whatever, there's a lot of people, you make a dumb joke. There's always this like nervous, like, <laughs> laughter. <laughs> you made the dumb joke and we all have to laugh because, you know, we're in a meeting. Right. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> you're my boss. I have to laugh to you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, I do that all the time at work. I'm just like, yeah, I know. It's... Yeah, and you I'm did gonna it. make that joke, and I'm the guy that makes that joke, and so you, you know, did it several um, seconds ago to me. There too. he is doing that joke. I'm not your boss. You don't have to laugh at my dumb jokes. Do you know who the boss of the country is, though? Uh, who? Donald Trump. No, I thought it was the people. We're in a democracy. We're the boss of the country, right? No, I'm totally the boss. Oh fuck. Who's the boss? It's not Scott Baio. It's me. It's Tony Danza. Oh, is it? I don't remember. <laughs> they look who's Scott, similar. Who's though? Scott Baio? Though? I don't know. The guy looks like Charles in charge. Yeah, Charles in charge. Yeah, Chachi. I was mixing up my. He's Chachi of Johnny and Chachi. I didn't watch really either of those shows. Oh, really? I do remember Charles in charge. The outside of the house was very woody. Yeah, Charles in charge of our night. Yeah. What What was the other one I was saying? Uh, Scott Baio. Scott Baio. Yeah. Uh, He was in the blog. Who's the boss? Sorry, who's the boss? boss? Yeah, Tony Danza. Which one, which one was who's the boss? Which one was who's the boss? It was with uh, D- Tony Danza, uh-huh. Alyssa Milano, um, Judith Light, and oh, what was the uh, actress that played Mona? Um, I forget. Red hair? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. She was like the sassy grandma with red hair. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, okay. You know, I got who's the boss now. Yeah. Took me a second. There was like a will they, won't they the whole time. I didn't watch really either show as I really? said. Really? It's okay. just, it's, I mean, I, I remember a watching show. a little bit of Charles in Charge. Because right. it was on on Sundays at like I don't know seven right before it was America. kind of a clean sitcom. Yeah, show. it was right before yeah. American Gladiators. Or something. Oh, what a good show! They should. I, they. Dun, I think dun, they brought dun, that dun, back. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> yes, they have. It's uh, Ninja Warrior now. It's right? when regular people go and try to fight roided up people with Q-tips. <laughs> I think that's what that show was. <laughs> <laughs> I wish we could do that with the president. 
I would love to do that. You get the big Q-tip and you... You're totally not going to hit me into this thing. Could you imagine if he was roided up, if he was, like, all muscular and shit? <laughs> no, cool I can imagine be? that. I saw him in his golfing outfit. <laughs> <laughs> I saw a tweet recently that was like, I can't believe we have a president that uh, fucks porn stars and wants, like, a, a space army, and I don't like him. <laughs> uh Checks a lot of boxes, right? It does. It should, but nope. 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 No, no go. Uh, so... Interesting thing, we were talking about teaching not too long ago, and a lot of teachers noticed that after, you know, the whole Trump election period, they started noticing more bullying. Okay. And people were like, well, you know, this is just anecdotal. Well, turns out... Antecdotal? I didn't say antecdotal. You said antecdotal. A-N-T-E-G. Antecdotal. Antecdotal. Anic. Anecdotal. Anecdotal. There's no T. Anecdotal. <laughs> I feel like we're, we should take all that part we're out. We're not here to humiliate each other, but like if we make we're not a mistake, here to what each other? Because humiliate each other. No, because, that's not what you said. You said humiliate. All right. Your wife, when I got here, was like, <laughs> you don't need sugar to bake bread. That's what I said last episode. I was like, don't you need sugar? And you're like, I don't know. And she's like, no, you sugar. So that's where I'm She didn't say from. that mean, though. She's like, hey, you know, I was listening to your podcast, and you actually don't need sugar. Yeah. You dumbass. <laughs> no, you, she didn't say that. You dumb fuck. Uh, so, yeah, people were saying that this was anecdotal. <laughs> anecdotal. Yep, it's just upstairs. Yeah, that's something that Atticus Finch comes up with. It's anecdotal. <laughs> it's anecdotal, yep, definitely. Yeah. Uh, anecdotal. <laughs> Still wrong. Go on. <laughs> I'm doing it on purpose, you okay. jackass. Uh, but it turns out scientists have taken the information out of the attic. <laughs> They've dotled it. <laughs> and they have found that, in fact, <laughs> factually, uh-huh. fact. Uh, sorry, that's a, it's a YouTube thing. And oh, boy. Something okay, that, I get it. Yeah, it's... That's an inside joke as well. Inside YouTube joke. But not an inside joke with you. Anyway, uh, they found that it is factually true that there has been more bullying based on data that they collected from the school climate survey of 150,000 students in Virginia. They did a scientific study. They did. It covered from 2015 to 2017. Okay. Uh, And... They looked at all this data, and this is only for Virginia, so it's not doesn't it's not the whole country, right? But they looked at it, and they found that there was a correlation between voter preferences and <laughs> I had a hard time with that one, voter preferences and bullying. Uh, what they found was that overall bullying rates were pretty consistent, sure, over the period. Yeah, but they found that areas. That tended to vote for Republicans reported more bullying, while areas that tended to vote for Democrats reported less. So in areas that Trump won in Virginia, there was an 18% higher rate of bullying among 7th and 8th graders than areas that Clinton won. Interesting. And that 9% were more, 9% more likely that the kids were being teased because of their race or ethnicity. Okay. So this is kind of comes down to the, uh, for me, causation versus correlation. Yeah. Is this, uh, you know, because Trump got elected, Is it, do we feel that bullies feel more empowered? I think racists feel more empowered. Oh, absolutely. Because of Trump being elected. Mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. I, like bullying, 
could it be that the these teachers uh, that were in these the teachers that I would think generally are liberal, right? I think most teachers are probably liberal. Uh, not as much as you would think, really? actually. Uh, I think it depends on where you're at, but there are a large, like if I look at my coworkers, mm-hmm. uh, the the ones that I work very closely with in the same grade, very liberal. But in the grades a little bit lower, pretty conservative. Interesting. Uh, so I think it depends. I, th- I think it's a bigger mixture than you would expect. Okay. Because um, I was wondering, like, maybe in in these Trump districts, if they were liberal, maybe they thought, maybe they yeah, yeah. pre-thought they that saw they were, it. Yeah, yeah. They, they were, they they were, were pre-determined. Like, yeah, they right. were they were predisposed to see it. Yeah. Uh, and then make that correlation. But in fact, what they're saying is that there was increases okay. in those areas. Sure. Uh, and that it was consistent otherwise. So it's like bullying isn't going up, but they're seen more in places where Trump won and less in places where Clinton won. Now, this is something that we haven't talked about a lot on the show is bullying. Mm-hmm. Uh, were you bullied when you were a kid? Yes, I was very mercilessly bullied all through middle school. Like, let, let's relive that <laughs> right now, like immediately. Oh, sure. That sounds great. <laughs> Wonderful. Yeah. Uh, yeah, no, there are very specific words that I don't know if you've ever noticed that I am very, very, like, not okay with. Like the word moist? Uh, no, not like the word moist. Oh, okay. That, that was not a bullying type of word. Or his uh, self? No. Not <laughs> I, that one either? I do hate that word as well. <laughs> and there's that song that I really like by Blue. Uh-huh. Uh, and they say it in there, and my wife knows they say it in there. And yeah. she's, like, picked at me for 20 years right. about it. And so like, your wife is bullying you is she, what you're saying? A little bit, a little bit. Um no, yeah, there are definitely words that I – usually they were gay slurs. Yeah. Uh, because I was bullied for being the gay kid, even sure. though I wasn't. Uh, but because I was effeminate, uh, because probably because I was raised by women in a house full of women yeah. without a father figure, you know, that's just how I grew up to be. Right. And I have no problem with it, but other people seem to have a problem with it. Sure. Uh, so, yeah, that was uh, all through middle school. But once I got to high school, it really stopped – for the most part. Is that like right? There was a few. It, once we were in high school, it was like a bigger environment. Mm, right. Uh, so, and I wasn't stuck with the same people in the same way. Yeah. And, and a lot of the students that, that were really poking the most at me was through band. And once I got to, when in ninth grade, our band teacher, it was like a different environment and there was more uh, older students involved. It wasn't just the eighth graders or just the seventh graders. And so that diffused a lot of it. Yeah. Uh, but then shortly after, I quit band. And so, you know, I was in this, I was in, you know, mixed classes. There were some classes, the, the classes that were all from my grade tended to be the worst ones. Whereas the classes that had more mixtures from other grades, uh, they didn't know me. They didn't know anything right. about me. And so you have kind of a fresh start at that point. Yeah. Uh, so there is a, uh, I, I think I've said on the podcast I play in a like a recreational hockey league yeah, yeah. thing, which mm-hmm. is completely unlike me. But I like it. It's fun, whatever. So there is a, a transgendered woman in our hockey league. And not only is she transgendered, she's also a jerk. <laughs> like, I can't. Not a listener, I hope? Uh, I don't think so. I don't know. I So it, here's the thing. So... We were talking about her after the game that we played in. There was a, an altercation, and like she wanted to fight one of our players, and blah blah blah. And so after the thing, after the game, this was last year. 
um, there was a lot of talk about like, well, I'm not sure if she was really a woman and blah, blah, blah. I just, she had a big Adam's apple, this he, she, whatever. And so I was like, at the time I was like, well, we should like, it's 2018. We should stop. If she identifies yeah. as a woman, she's a woman. Why would she, co- we would call her anything else, right? Yeah. So she obviously identifies as a woman and that's, sure. that's clear. So again, it came up, we're going to play them our next game. And it's, it came up again where mm. um, we, you know, one of the players was like, yeah, well that he, she's going to come out and try to start trouble. And I was like, Hey, no, 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 we can't, uh-huh. we good, can't go good. there. I spoke up in the locker room, which I never picture myself as, as doing speaking of the locker room. So I spoke up in the locker room and I said, no, no, it's 20, it's 2019 now guys. Come on. Yeah. We have to like, okay. So just because they're transgender, doesn't mean they're not a jerk and doesn't mean we shouldn't play yeah. hockey against them, but make as many jokes as you want about them being an asshole. Exactly. Like, or about just bad don't, hockey yeah. or whatever, like we do for everyone else. Yeah. Fuck that guy right. you know, or that woman in yeah. this case. Uh, yeah, no. And I feel like a lot of the things that happen to me are not things that people have to deal with now. Right. Like, but do you think that if someone spoke up for you in private to the bullies that that would have made things better for you? Um, so as you said that immediately, I had a memory of there was this kid in 10th grade. Mm-hmm. He was in my algebra class. He was just like a big mouth breathing asshole. I don't remember his name, but I can still picture him yeah. perfectly. And he sat behind me. And he would always just, like, ram his desk into mine or, like, mm. put it up on top of the the seat edge of my desk so that, like, his desktop would push into my back. And, you know, I would ask him to stop. I'd ask him to put it back. And he would never do that. Sure. And I remember there was uh, this girl in my grade. Her name was Amy Hyatt. And I still remember her name even though it's been, like, 25 years. Yeah. And, you know, I didn't really know her. We didn't talk. Like, we weren't friends or anything. And... He was just picking at me, and I asked him to stop multiple times, and you know, he just wasn't. Sure. And I remember her just, like, turning around on him and saying, he said, stop. What's your problem? And, like, you know, in front of everyone, just kind of, like, ripping him a new one on it. Like, yeah. Not bad and not going into big detail, uh, but I still remember her doing that. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's uh, great. And, you know, at the time, I was just like, you know, great that he stopped. Uh, but then also it's like... I don't know. It's just like someone else had to. Yeah, you needed step a girl in. to stick up for you. Uh, no, because that wasn't really yeah, yeah. an issue that I worried about. Uh, but just that anyone had to to do that. Like he right. had to be so disrespectful that it took another person. Right. Um, so, but, you know, kind of... but that was someone that like stood up and saw something, like saw someone picking at someone. For no, and, and nowadays, I feel like that's far more common. Yeah. Like, we have these very big anti-bullying campaigns, and, like, we really look at this idea uh, and want it to stop. And that was not something that happened back then. Right. Like, there were no anti-bullying campaigns. Like, it was like, oh, well, that's the bully. Yeah. Like, we identify and said, hey, there's the bully. That guy's the bully. Oh, yeah, that's the bully. You know, that's what he does. Right. My best um, advice from my from my parents and my teachers was just turn the other cheek. Yeah, just, yeah, just ignore it. Just ignore mm-hmm. it. And they're just looking for whatever, mm-hmm. and they'll just go away. Like, they didn't go away. That's why they're bullies. They don't go away. They're in your yeah. class every day. They're in gym class. They're in music class. They're everywhere. Yeah. I actually make jokes with my students that I feel like we need to bring bullying back. Like, there's, mm-hmm. there's not enough bullying. Like... When we were in school, if you had, like, farted, you let a oh, big one ripping okay. in yeah. the middle of class, yeah. 
that would have been the worst, right? Right. Like people would have been like, oh, and maybe that's because like I know as as a person who was targeted for years, I did not want to do anything that would raise attention to myself. Right. And that would be like the hugest thing. There was like, oh, it's the fart kid. Yeah. Um. So that'd be the worst. But now they just fart openly. Oh, it's not gross. a big. Yeah. There's a like they try to do it. The number of times I've said one day. You're going to shit your pants and we're all going to laugh. I don't say shit because obviously right, I can't. Right, naturally. But like one day you're going to shit your pants. Yeah. And there's going to be a big dookie in your pants and you're going to have to go home and you're going to have to say, hey, mom, I shit my pants because hey, I was trying to fart too hard. Mom, I trusted a fart and I can't go to my job interview now. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, we need to bring bullying back because this would yeah. have never happened in the 90s. Yeah. You would no. have been bullied mercilessly for it. Well, yeah. So there was this <laughs> happened when I was in eighth grade and uh, – so, go back. We're in seventh grade. Okay. And I, like, adjusted my chair, and I accidentally farted when I adjusted, when I adjusted my chair. And it was so loud that no one knew what it was. <laughs> except, was that a sonic boom? Right. What ex- was that? Except for my friend Jeremy, who sat next to me. <laughs> and uh, no one knew what it was, and so I completely got off scot-free. No one, like, it just sounded like... Just like a boom. <laughs> I made boom boom in my pants. But Jeremy knew, and like he kind of like teased me about it or whatever, and that we were fine because we were friends. And then friends teasing is different than yeah, bullying yeah, yeah. or whatever. Mm-hmm. And um, in the next year, in eighth grade, uh, there was this guy named Chris that farted in class, and uh, accidentally, I assume, and this girl named Chill, I think it was Jill and Connie, I remember the last names, and I'm not going to reveal it. Jill and Connie made up a song about Chris Poot, they called him. And our teacher let them get in front of the class, and it was like, go, Chris Poot, go, Chris Poot, go, go, Chris Poot. And oh, then the other person was like, yeah, go ninja, yay, go ninja, Chris right? Poot. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And I remember that. To, I'm 35 fucking years old. I remember that to this day. And I'll bet Chris really hopes, if he remembers that, I, I bet he really hopes that no one remembers that, but I definitely do. And now and it's on a is, podcast. And now it's on a podcast. And I, it, it, it is bullying is is real, and people will remember the things that happen. Um, I think it takes one person to stand up to it. I, yeah. I, I don't know. And if you're in a, a position of power, any sort of position of power, if you are a like an outside yeah. person or um, like the cool kid or whatever, mm-hmm. like you are in a position of power to help this bullying. Stop. Stop. Right. Yeah. I mean, and just sometimes having more than one person stand up to it helps a lot. Yeah. Uh, especially if you have some sort of power. And in this case, this person wasn't like the popu- most popular person in the world. But, yeah. you know, I remember she did, I think, cross country. Or, oh, okay. Or, you yeah. know, she did something. Yeah. So she was, you know, in a group. She was not some sort of like outcast person like me. Sure. Um, and, you know, I bet I can't imagine that she has a memory of doing this at all. Right. Like, but no idea. So much like, I don't you. even imagine yeah. that, that she would even remember who I am. Um, but it was, it is a, it was a memory I have, you know, you know, it's not like something that was like, you know, thank you so much for doing this thing. But like, yeah. you know, it, it stands out at the very least. So anyway, um, if you're in your mid thirties and you're listening to this podcast, you should stand up for bullies. 
<laughs> also, uh, I believe we're trending on going on three hours for this episode. <laughs> that's true. That's true. <laughs> we're very off in the weeds on tonight's we're uh, episode. 51, 51 minutes, and we have gone through two we have. Uh, two topics. Uh, well, in the end, the story, like, the, it is a peer-reviewed study. Uh-huh. So this is something, like, this is data. This is, you know, when we talk about science and, like, research and things like that, this yeah. is quality work that they're doing here. Uh, and it just points out that people have to be careful about how they are talking about other people. Right. And how they're talking about, you know, politics and, you know, what they are thinking is okay. Right. And... You know, like they said, this is not causing, they're not saying, you know, Trump caused this, but they're saying there is a correlation between these things. You know, there is a correlation between saying, you know, we should punch those people in the face who disagree with us and then people making fun of it. There's a correlation between saying Mexicans are rapists and murderers and then people making fun of people because of their race and ethnicity. Right. You know, it doesn't cause it, but there is a relationship there. Um, and, you know, that's not how we treat other people. Right. Unless they're Nazis. Well. In which case, you know what? There's nothing wrong with punching a Nazi. You're sure? I am. Do we want to bully Nazis for their beliefs? I'm that very they're... comfortable with that. I am very comfortable <laughs> with, with this. Uh-huh. Uh, but apparently there was a resident director at the University of Massachusetts Amherst who was not really comfortable with it because she sent an email to a junior named Nicole Parsons who had put up a sign in her window uh, that said, fuck Nazis, you are not welcome here. Okay. Yeah. So that's true. Yeah. So what happened was, yeah. you know, she was motivated to do this because someone had put a message that said, happy Hanukkah on a resident assistant's door. Okay. Sure. And someone else had come by and drawn a swastika oh, on it. Oh, stop it. Who does And so that? because of that, she posted a sign. She put it in her window. It was on a piece of cardboard and just said, fuck Nazis. You are not welcome here. Right. A message that I'm, again, completely comfortable with. Agreed. Uh, I am all for freedom of speech. I am all for freedom of ideas. But I am going to draw the line at Nazis and fascists. You know, and I well, think that is I think that is totally fine. Is the question of like the word fuck, right? If she had put a little star on the U, would that have been made it acceptable and she well, could keep it up? And so that was the thing. Uh, so the university did not stand behind the resident director that sent the email asking her to take the sign down. They okay. said, you know, we support the the freedom of speech. Uh we do not, you know, we reject Nazis and hate groups and things like that, uh, but we don't love the swearing that was in this. Sure. But we so we support her putting the sign up. Oh, so there was like a little bit of like um, uh, conflict within yeah, yeah. the university itself. Yeah. So okay. the resident director said that we need to take this down, uh, whereas the university said, you know, we don't agree with what the resident director did. Yeah. Um, okay, so the resident Director email said the sign, quote, created mixed emotions in the community over how to proceed, issues of inclusion, and the ability to be active members of their community. And asked she take it down, quote, so that all students can be a part of an inclusive residential experience, as well as having a respectful environment to be a part of here on our campus. I don't think you need to make Nazis feel included. I agree. Yeah. Like. Completely agree. Fuck you. Yeah. No, you don't have to be inclusive to Nazis yeah, because they're Nazis. It's. They should just 
go back under the rock that they came from. We had a whole yeah. war on this. Nazis are the universal villain, and no one feels bad about it because they're fucking Nazis. Right. Well, they killed a bunch of Jews, and I think— And others. That's kind of like— uh, if in Star Trek they had said we should like include the Borg in like, you know, you should we should assimilate them yeah. into the group, right? People were like, "Fuck the Borg!" Like, nah, we shouldn't say "fuck the Borg." I might defend the Borg. Yeah, you know, sure they want to destroy our entire civilization, but we really, you know, we want an inclusive environment in the Alpha Quadrant. We do, and we do. and I think if I had uh, a vanity plate on the back of my starship. That said, A S I M I L and the, the number eight, assimilate. I think that'd be offensive to the Borg. Here's the thing. Or in Wait. the real world. <laughs> yes. So Manitoba's public insurance company revoked Nick Troller's two year old license plate. It was a Star Trek custom license plate that said assimilate on it right. because they said it was offensive. Okay. Uh, and their policy is that plates cannot contain a slogan that. Could be considered offensive. Right. Okay. Uh, so here's the thing. Uh, we have a thing with natives in the United States. Mm-hmm. I feel like Canada has more of a thing with natives um, in Canada. And by a thing, I mean like there is a uh, there is a conflict and there is a a, a notable presence um, of natives that are trying to be included in the government. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and I don't know enough about Canadian history to know, you know, what they went through in the process that they went through. I know a lot about U.S. history it's and about how the same. we, yeah, I, I assumed it was about the same. Yeah, um, they pushed and we them have, to the least desirable parts of the yeah. land and made them live there, and now they're and climate change is really affecting suffering. them. Yeah, yeah, yeah uh, totally. And so, you know, I, I assume that it is similar to how we have been terrible about our treatment of Native Americans. Right. Um, so this guy uh, had the license plate that read assimilate. And yeah. that and is a thing in Canada where they say that the natives should assimilate with, you know, quote unquote, the rest of Canadian yeah. culture. And this guy said, you know, I just thought it was funny. He had a Borg resistance is futile license plate cover like, you know, around the you put it on there yeah. it's around the edge. Yeah. Um, and so, you know, he, he feels he was just doing this because he's a Star Trek fan. Right. Uh, but other people see it as something that could be considered offensive because over the years, uh, Native Americans have been forced into assimilation in terrible, terrible ways. Right. Like I know in the United States, we've done things like take all the children and put them in special schools so that they can learn to be Americans yeah. kind of a thing. And we've whitewashed um, their their culture right yeah. and we've told them we can't, they can't speak their native language yeah, exactly. they, they can't practice their native religion and so what the the uh, MPI did they said hey here's what we're going to do you can get a new custom license plate or we can give you a $100 refund but basically this is not a license plate that we want to have is the MPI like the secretary of state of canada the manitoba public insurance company oh okay sure yeah, yeah, so yeah, yeah. Uh, i think that is kind of i i again i don't know enough about canadian culture it's, it's crazy how similar we are to canada but so different yeah uh, so for stuff. example the as i was reading the research on this they said you know technically all license plates are owned by the crown Oh. And I was like, ooh, fancy the pants. Crown. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but so yeah, so they they said you can get a you can get a new license plate, you can get a hundred dollars refund, whatever you want. And Troller said, that's not the point. We've become too sensitive. You can't say anything anymore to anybody. <laughs> so 
we talked about this in a in a previous episode where yes. we said that most people don't like political correctness. Correct. But I think if I had the assimilate license plate and I felt that there was a native person that thought I was saying they should assimilate with our mm-hmm. culture, I would want to change it immediately. Yeah. Um, how so? So, Rye, Ray, Rye Morgan, he's from the National Center for Truth and Reconciliation. He says that, you know, he, he agrees with uh, the license plate owner, Mr. Troller, uh, and he believes that for basically the entirety, uh, sorry, no, I'm, I'm messing this up. I fucked it up. He doesn't <laughs> agree. He doesn't agree. So it's the opposite of what it's you the said. Opposite, yes. Okay, good. Yeah, go uh, he doesn't agree. He said, for basically the entirety of this country's history, indigenous people have been forcibly assimilated through really extremely destructive means and ways. Makes sense. Uh, and this goes, uh, there's a similar case that took place uh-huh. with this in Nova Scotia. Uh, there was a guy named Lauren Grabber. And so his license plate was called, he put Grabber on oh, it. Oh, no. And so they said, you know, people felt it was offensive to women. And so that one was revoked as well. Sure. Uh, But there's this center, this justice revoked, revoked. God damn it. Get a little punch drunk here at the end of the podcast. Yeah, punch drunk. That's what it is. It's no other kind of drunk. (laughs) So he's from the Justice Center for Constitutional Freedom. uh, And he's planning to sue Nova Scotia over the infringement of freedom of speech. Uh, He says that, you know, the grabber license plate revocation is part of a wider trend in Canadian society. And he said that Canadians are becoming increasingly less tolerant of free expression. You have more and more people who believe that they have a legal right to go through life without seeing or without hearing anything that they find to be offensive. That sounds like... Uh, another fragile white person. <laughs> I mean, at the same time, there are many things that people could take in an offensive manner. Like- so, okay. So when I, uh, I worked at a retail store a long time ago and, um, this was back when the sweet Brown, anybody got time for that? Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Kindness. We're doing, I was doing a thing. I thought I was being cute or whatever. <coughs> Excuse me. Where, um, we were talking about attendance and the attendance policy, whatever. And so, um, we I played that video. Sweet oh yeah, mm-hmm. what kind of time of that? And I I said, do you think uh, that she went to work the next day? Probably not, because if she's got bronchitis, she probably had to call in sick. So let's let's just acknowledge that things happen and blah blah blah. So whatever, whatever. So after that little kind of meeting that we had. We had like a uh, meeting in the beginning of every day. And after that meeting happened, my manager came to me and he was like, hey, by the way, uh, that video was kind of offensive. I wouldn't play that again. And I was like, wait, what? Like offensive? And he's like, yeah, it's offensive to black people and I wouldn't play it again. I was like, okay. I didn't understand why it was offensive, but I thought, well, if someone else noticed it was offensive, and it is, then I would play a different video. So instead, <laughs> instead I played the video of these Australian people that uh, where they were like rabid dogs in their neighborhood, and the guy was like, and, and they came banding over, and his wife is just like standing there or whatever. And so I thought it was funny too, but I just changed the video, mm-hmm. and I didn't, I didn't, I remember it now, but I, I wasn't like, 
upset that I had been um, yeah. told that this is this video was offensive to black people. I, I had no idea. Um, and actually, and I remember now, I put them together that there was a, a girl that I worked with that was like really quiet that day. And I was like asking her what was wrong and she was wouldn't tell me. And I, I, I imagined it was that. Hmm. Um, and I think the reason was because um, I think that the the perception was that we were laughing at her because of her blackness uh-huh. and not because of, you know, whatever reason we were laughing at her. So, so the, the point is, uh, but yeah, go on. Isn't she then just assuming why you're laughing at things? Uh, yeah, she is. But I, I am, I, because here's, because I'm a liberal. I don't want to make people feel. Here's the thing: you're going to make people pissed less. off and feel offended, no matter With whatever what. you do. You know, yeah. you eat a hamburger, you're going to offend people who are for animal rights. Yeah, uh, but I don't care about offending see, that's the vegans thing. and vegetarians. That's the thing. You're choosing who you are okay offending Because or they not. choose to be vegan like, and vegetarian. You can't choose to be black. Well, you also have no idea what someone's going to find offensive, as you pointed right. out. So, well, that's what I'm saying. Like, so should a, we get rid of all vanity plates because whatever you come with could offend someone? Absolutely like, This not. is a Star Trek fan, though, you know, I question his Star Trek fan. It's like, who's like, yeah, the Borg? I like the Borg. Hooray. Like, well... I, I think that it that goes to a case of if my vanity license plate is offensive, I would just say, okay, my bad. I'll choose a different one. Yeah. No. I mean. Choose we. We. But, and then like the But should you R, have the right? Should you have the right the to say? Borg. You know, I don't think that's offensive. And I, if I want to have that, I should be able to because I have the freedom of speech. And I'm sorry you're offended. But. I still have the right to say what I want to say. I don't think the defend. I don't think the offender has the right in this case to choose what is offensive and what's not. If it's offensive to a group of people, then it should be taken. It should be taken out. If it's offensive to one person, I, I think that's different. Like I said, lots of things could be offensive to large groups of people. Right, such as like eating a hamburger. Fuck the Nazis. But Fuck I think, the Nazis. But I think that Nazism and hamburgerism See, I think, I think they can be combined and to say that you choose you choose to be a vegan or vegetarian. You choose to be a Nazi. You cannot choose to be a native. That that happens at birth. And you can't help it. It just opens up a lot. offensiveness is very subjective. Oh yeah, totally. And so like like I said, it's very subjective on who, what you do or do not find offensive. Right. And as you said, you can't choose that. We choose. But we under, choose on this podcast and not talk about a bunch of stuff. That's true. We do because but it'll we are making that, we know that specifically. choice. Right. But we have the freedom to do it if we want to. I mean, okay, should so we be told argu- that we can't? Is this argument that the government is? Saying that he can't have it. can't have assimilated yeah. as, as, well, I mean, yeah. so, would so our I think, government I think say that we can't have the N-word as our, as our license plate? I think there's a difference between hate speech and freedom of speech. Uh, that's true, but the, the word assimilate, I think, could be construed as hate speech. It could be, but it isn't necessarily. Like, if you drop the N-word, there's only one way to interpret that. That's true. Whereas in this case, he's... A Star Trek fan, and so he's coming at it from a completely different angle. Yeah, but that also happens to have you know some groups. But I don't, you know, I don't see racist people using the word assimilate. No, no. Maybe that's the thing in Canada. I don't. It's know. an idea, sure. sure. You know, we see that all the time. Well, if you want to live here, you should learn English. 
Right. Right. You know, that idea that they should is there, but they don't say assimilate. You don't see people like, dang, foreigners need to assimilate. So no. I think this matters uh, in context as well. Where does this guy live? If he lives in Manitoba, does he live near a yeah. native population? And I, I think if I lived on I don't a, know. See, it's getting so conditional. Like, there's so many. Well, do the, does he live here? Who could he possibly? I, I think there's either free speech or there isn't free speech. There's free speech with consequences or without consequences. I think I think free speech applies to can you get arrested for saying these things? It doesn't mean that there are no consequences. I'm not it saying there's no consequences. A, can you get arrested for them? And the problem is we're also Americans in, in the United States. Congress shall make no law respecting an establishment of religion or the practice thereof or the freedom of speech or the freedom of the press. Sure. Uh, and so in this case, if Congress were the one, the government was the one saying you can't have this thing. And you argue, well, that is my free speech. Mm-hmm. I mean, the... so is it infringing? Is it infringing on the rights yeah. of other people? Is that, I think it's a question. Well, it, is being this, offended yeah. infringing on their rights? Like, uh, he, I'm offended uh, by things all the time. And what are our rights? Life, liberty, pursuit of happiness. I think that's. I think that's true. If, if I saw, if I was a native and I saw an, an assimilate thing, I would get mad. Yeah, but is it is it infringing upon your right to life? It's percentage, It's for infringing on the right to pursuit of happiness. Because I feel like well, that is guy it? is Do telling me to assimilate and fuck that guy. Yeah, well, so fuck that guy. Uh, well, are there... People say things to me all the time. Fuck those people. Are there radio shows? I'm sure there are talk radio shows in Canada that oh, sure. say that Native people should assimilate. I assume they have a right-wing... Yeah, presence oh, just I'm like sure. we do. Yeah, probably. So, but is are that they really allowed a big problem? by their version of the FCC to broadcast that kind of stuff? Because I know that Alex Jones has gotten a lot of trouble recently in America about broadcasting his sort of hate speech kind of stuff. Well, he's been getting in trouble from corporations who say we don't want, like, you know, YouTube pulled his videos and they right. said, hey, we we don't want that kind of thing on our platform. Right, makes sense. Which isn't necessarily a you know, Congress isn't saying he can't say those things. A company is saying we don't want that on our servers. Sure. So here's my here's my thing with this specific story. I think that the government has a right and a necessity to pull bumper stickers, to pull vanity license plates that mm-hmm. are offensive to other people, uh, whether they can contain swear words or words like assimilate or whatever that could be offensive to anyone. And they have the right and the responsibility to do that as the government of the mm-hmm territory or whatever of manitoba and i'm going to come at it at an opposite position and say that you have the right to say anything you want regardless of how offensive it is and while that may offend people and while that's not something i would want to do uh, i believe that you have the right to say what you want regardless of what other people feel about it so you're saying that you should be able to have a, a vanity license plate that says fuck you sure or fuck nazis perhaps. because you know here's the thing <laughs> I, there you go. Yeah. Fuck you. Fuck Nazis. Yeah. I'm not offended by fuck. Some people are offended by fuck. Right. Yeah. So I'm not going to have the word fuck. You know, that's why I don't say the word fuck in public. That, you know, that's a, a funny point. Like uh, in class, we read this book and one of the, t- one of the chapters, like I think it might have been titled fuck and the historian, like he used it a lot. The history of the word fuck. And I was like the one student in class who was like, that really turned me off. Oh. A- as a professional historian who's writing this thing, yeah. I feel like there's a better way you could say it. And I was the only one who was like, you know, I, I 
this actually made me less inclined to listen to him. Hmm, and everyone was like, no, I th-, the professor was like, well, I thought it was appropriate and blah, mm. blah, blah. Yeah. And I didn't. And the funny thing about it was that I am not, I mean, I've just said fuck like 18 times. I'm not offended yeah, by too. swear words in the least. Right. I say them all the time, but I also do not say them in a professional style, like right. in a professional location. In so a, we in say a it on the like podcast that. because it has an explicit tag on it, and you know that that is going to be explicit. But there's no like, there's I'm no way. Prof- yeah. And when I'm on Reddit, it I, there's like an NSFW tag, and you like it, they blur it no. out unless you click on it. And so that's the kind of thing you can't choose if you're in public. You can't choose the the words, the things that that children will see that people will see that are offended and oh and well so i think yeah jason you tough, ignorant slut tough luck <laughs> tough i'm offended by republicans tough titties said the kitty as the milk ran dry i am offended by allowing is, people is to stance. starve to death i am offended by yeah. racism i am offended by uh gay Bashing. What about the N-word? Should should someone be allowed to have the N-word on their license plate? We allow it in music. Uh, that's, well, yeah. Uh, but again, like I said. <laughs> I mean, like, yeah. <laughs> like I but said. they don't let it on the radio. Uh, true, true. Uh, but like I said, I think hate speech is a very specific thing. Like, it's not something that could be interpreted another way. But again, if that's something you want to say... You have the right to say it, no matter how vile and disgusting it is. But caveat on all this, I don't really think your license plate is really an infringement on your speech. Because if you want it, you can put a bumper sticker on there. Here's the thing. Yeah, I agree. So this is a comedy podcast, and we haven't been funny in an hour and 12 minutes. (laughs) We have not not been funny in 25 episodes. (laughs) That's true. That's true. Let's not be so specific about, like, the past few minutes. Okay, so let's move on from this, and let's go, because we could talk about this for hours, I think. Uh, So there is a... uh, This is kind of related, I feel. There is a man. Uh His name is Stuart, and he's demanding a refund. You know, have from, you ever met anyone named Stuart who isn't a dick? <laughs> His name's Stuart. I mean, it's like a Kevin. It's like it's like an '80s or like a '70s Kevin. This I'm instantly taken to Mrs. Doubtfire. Yeah, because there was Stuart who went by Stu. Oh yeah, oh, and she Stu. said, "Stu, that's more of a thick soup than a name, dear." <laughs> that's fine. <laughs> so this guy Stuart is demanding a refund from the LGBTQ nightclub. Push the button. After what a name. Yeah, push We're the button. We're going to push the button. And that's how I say it is push the button. <laughs> After he and his girlfriend attended the huge NYE party 2018. In an email, Stuart says, I'm not homophobic. I got a ton of gay friends, he said. That's not true. Uh, but this was not advertised on the website in this gay club. I want a full refund as our NYE was ruined because he saw some men kissing. You know, when they say... <laughs> I'm not homophobic, but... <laughs> right, right. Well, yes, you are. Yeah, I'm not racist, but uh, yes, you are. Yes. If if you feel that you have to put that qualifier in there, you're about to say something racist or homophobic, and you probably are. And right. really, your whole night was ruined because some gay guys were kissing. Right. That sounds homophobic to me. Yeah. So the venue notes that the, the website advertising and Facebook page says that the... Push the button is LGBTQ plus run with an inclusive policy, blah, blah, blah. And Stuart replied, I'm going to read this to Spike Pence. I have no desire to seek men kissing each other, and neither did my partner. 
May I suggest you make it more clear on your homepage that I'm going to see men mm, sensually kissing and necking and and pushing their tongues about. That last part was real, not real. <laughs> it's basically this back and forth, and, and the site we had this from had like, pictures of the emails themselves like yeah. they blacked out the name and the course, email address yeah. and all that uh, to protect poor Stuart the definitely not a homophobe uh, <laughs> yeah definitely not it just was ruined because guys were kissing and that's not uh. what I wanted uh, and basically the back and forth was just a lot of like you should have made this more clear on the website look yeah. I didn't know <laughs> and they're like well it's on there Quite a bit. I think the problem was his his girlfriend was probably like, oh, those guys are kissing us. Hot. And he was like, I should kiss you. And like he tried to kiss her like a straight man kisses a straight woman. And it was bad. It wasn't as passionate as these men. And he felt bad about himself. He was just like really worried that he would have, his, his girlfriend would have the same fantasies that he has of her kissing another girl. Ooh, and then yeah, she'd be like, probably. ooh, wouldn't it be hot if you kissed another dude? Oh. That'd be so hot. And then he got like all, ooh, gross. Okay, so the club responded that the Hina's date arrived at 9.10 and asked for a refund at 12.10 after midnight. Yeah, so your whole party was ruined. You're like, oh my god, there's guys kissing. Let's stay for three hours. Right. Like, fuck yeah. you. Well, maybe uh, they maybe the guys kissed at midnight. <laughs> they were dancing together all sweatily all night, but that was fine, but the kissing was too much. Yeah. I it, think we, we got to the crux of this problem uh-huh. where he took his date to a gay nightclub thinking maybe she'd make out with some chicks. And they and were all dudes. She, and it was a bunch that of was dudes. one of his complaints. He was like, "There are all guys here. Like ninety percent were guys. Like he was totally wanting some, yeah, because you know, they have different clubs for gay yeah. men and lesbian women. Uh, and through the back and forth, the the gay club was like, you know what? Here's what we're gonna do. We're gonna take that that money you paid to go to this. We're gonna donate it right to Stonewall, which is a gay charity, uh, because it. clearly they need to be doing more work because you're a douchebag. Clearly and queerly. <laughs> uh. So, yeah. Yeah. So that's good. And I, yeah. I, I like it. Yeah. Uh, that should happen all the time. I mean, really, if, if you – there probably had to have been, like, drinks and dancing. Sure. You couldn't dance and have a good time just because there were some gay guys there as well. Right. Yeah, like, really. Yeah. I'm, I'm sure it was you. a fantastic party, to be completely honest here. Like, <laughs> right. I'm sure it was fabulous. Yeah. Right? So <laughs> what are you complaining about? And he was like, we talked to another couple, and they didn't know that this was, like, gay – they found the the one other straight yeah, couple that right. was there, and they were like, "Oh, well." And we you went to a, a bunch of homos here. How did you like find this club? That's my question. Mm-hmm. Did you have some like Google ads for this club, and you're like, "Oh, that's not because you were like searching gay porn." Like, <laughs> is this is this what's really going on? Like, you're just angry that Google Analytics are possibly outing you, so you have to be like, "I didn't know it was gay." So I love how we. Automatically think as soon as someone is super anti-gay, we're like that guy's a homosexual, because it has been proven over and over again, as well as with the uh, the movie American Beauty that we were talking about earlier tonight, not on the podcast, uh, that the anti-gays are actually the gays. Well, I think that's if you are not, why would you be so riled up about it? Sure, like if you didn't have this like loathing hate. Uh, uh, I think there are some people who definitely have, like, a loathing hate because they come at it from, like, a biblical perspective or whatever. Sure, sure, yeah. But, like, really, that's what you're going to focus your time on? Or is it because you're thinking about dick and wondering what it tastes like? And (laughs) that's making you feel a little sad because Jesus doesn't like that. I got to tell you, first-hand experience, it tastes like dick. (laughs) 
There's no, there's no, there's no comparison. There's well, nothing if ne- else. If you never taste dick, you don't know. <laughs> right. Uh, that's because my of your point biblical there. heritage. Yeah. Uh, and if you're not, you're just going to be like, no, that's just, you know, I'm not. That's fine. Yeah. You know, why are you so worried about it? Right. That's, again, the insecurity of it all is just red flags it's for the, me. Yeah, it's like, right, yeah. you know, what are you so insecure about? It's like, what was the congressman uh, that got in trouble uh, in <laughs> airport one? bathrooms? In airport bathrooms, <sighs> tapping his foot? I don't even this remember. This happened years ago, All right? I can think of is Dennis Hastert, who was, like, Speaker of the House, who had, like, the same problem. Right. But I think it, I think that might have been, like, younger boys. I think, yeah. Mm. Well, I, the one that comes to mind immediately is Anthony Weiner, but not because of the gay thing. Because how big his dong was in those underwear. If you're going to, you can't have the name Wiener <laughs> and do that. Right. You have to be like extra good. You're like, dude, my name's Wiener. I can't be taking pictures of my schlong. Like, right. That's not. I only take pictures of my b-hole. <laughs> exactly. There you go. Because my name my is. My balls. A, I'm going to like <laughs> check this out. Because my name is Anthony Taint, so I can take pictures of that. <laughs> Look how massive that one is. Ain't nothing wrong with that. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, 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 okay. So, 20 minutes too late. What did we learn on today's podcast? Well, we learned that uh, you really need to bang more. Because we've got to have some babies in America. We have to have more babies. And... We have uh, to outnumber those Mexicans. (laughs) Speaking of that guy, we have to make sure... Uh, that we are bullying less, I think. Yeah, that's that's a... an actual thing. We should stand up for people that are less fortunate. And we also learned that, you know what? Fuck Nazis. That's fuck fine. Em. Yeah, fuck them. But maybe with an asterisk on the U. And there's maybe he should done assimilate, but like put an asterisk on the I. <laughs> <laughs> and then it would have been fine. Or maybe you liberal snowflakes should just like fucking deal with it. Maybe we should, yeah. <laughs> And we also learned that New Year's Eve is ruined when a bunch of dudes are kissing at a gay New Year's Eve party. (laughs) His problem was he took his wife or his girlfriend with him so he couldn't kiss all those other boys. That's why he was angry. That's why. Yeah, Yeah, he should have left her at home. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then there's another one and a story we didn't do, Fisherman of the Caribbean. I don't even know what this is about. It doesn't matter. We're not doing it. But I thought we should. It was just a... We would have learned that it was a crazy random happenstance. Yep. And uh, this hour has been an hour and 21 minutes. Woo, that's long. longest. (laughs) Yeah. That makes Mike Pence real happy. Okay, so you know how um, when you're on LinkedIn, it'll tell you who is accessing your profile? Yeah. I think Facebook should have that. I want to know. Disagree. I want to know who is Facebook talking me. <laughs> actually, no, I kind time. of, actually, you're right. I kind of wish I knew who was Facebook yeah. talking me. Yeah. Because, like, I know there are people who Facebook talk. Me. You just know. You're so yeah. popular. You know that people are Facebook talking. No, I just know there's some, like, ridiculous people who are probably, like, you know. I just want to know if, like, Chris Poot ever looks me up. Who? Chris Poot. <laughs> I mentioned him in the earlier on oh, the podcast. the farty guy? <laughs> yeah, he farted once in his whole life. Poor Chris Poot. <laughs> but his name is Poot. It's so, is that's a word Chris. for farting. Poot. <laughs> it's not his real name. Came out of his pooter. It's not his real name. They made it up to bully him. A pooter is like a cooter. <laughs> but with the P instead of the C. <laughs> okay, so uh, you don't think you don't think Facebook should institute a thing that you can see who's well. Okay, so I say I don't think they should because I don't need people know that I'm stalking. Oh, uh, 
Oh, so you Facebook stalk people? Oh, I mean, I'm doing yeah. it right now. Oh, are you? Is that yeah. why I brought it up? <laughs> maybe, <laughs> uh, because like you know, this person that I happen to be on right now, I don't think I know this person. Sure, but maybe I do. And then they're like, "Who the fuck is this person who's looking at me?" Like, yeah, that's just like no one needs. To did do I know her or didn't no. I? I, I? I definitely, I think probably not. I'm trying um, to look up this girl that I had a huge crush on in first grade. Her name is Jessica, and I cannot find her. Interesting. At all. Yeah. But she's probably like, because it was in uh, Charlotte, Tennessee, so she's probably like super country now. But she didn't seem country to me at that point. I had a, yeah, anyway. So you're saying no Facebook, uh, LinkedIn crossover. I mean, I would like to know who's popping on my profile. Yeah. But, but then at the same time, people. I'd, yeah. You could pay you extra. Have to, like, stealth mode. Yeah, you could pay extra. <laughs> yeah, stealth <laughs> mode. You have to sign out and then uh, go to Facebook uh, in incognito mode and then look at people. That would be good. I feel like that's just too much information. Yeah, like, who's looking at you? Yeah, like you have this random thought of, uh, oh, this person from, like you just mentioned someone from first grade. Sure. And so I immediately thought of people I went to school in first grade and said, oh, well, I'm just going to see if I can find sure. someone I went to first grade with. Like They're like, why is this person thinking about right. me? Right. Like, I, I immediately got a frown and was like, oh, that sounds awful. Like, who the fuck is this person? <laughs> and then who the fuck am I? I'm no one. Good night. I'm being awkward here. <laughs>